Purim Gimel, Lili Nishmis of Yosef Ben Yamin, Ben Reb Nasha Kaltman, a very fascinating Gishmake Purim de Kesicha, that is going to discuss the fact that Mordechai became a Mishnah Lamelech, and because of that, it took away from his engagement, his involvement in learning Torah, and which is the proper approach for us. Avdem was a state in Siyim Vechesim for the Megillah, Ki Mordechai Yehudi. At the very end of the Megillah, it says the Mordechai Yehudi became a Mishnah Lamelech in Achashverosh, a second in command. He was involved in the palace of Achashverosh. The Godel Yehudi, he was great for the Jews. The Ratzui L'Rov Echav, he was accepted by most of his brethren. So again, Chazal in Gemara L'Rov Echav L'Lechalachav. Chazal point out that it says most of his brethren. This means not all of his brethren. This teaches us that some of the Sanhedrin, a section of the Sanhedrin, separated from him. Here, doesn't mean literally his brothers. It means his colleagues that were part of the Antichrist Sagdela. And a segment of them separated from him after he became Mishnah Lamelech. Rashi explains what is the reason that. A, a segment of the Sanhedrin separated themselves from Mordechai because by entering into leadership, a leadership position, this took away from him, from his learning of Torah. And then the Gemara over there in Masechta Megillah continues. Learning Torah is greater than saving lives. Initially, Mardukai is listed as number five, after four, meaning five. And, after, and later, Mardukai is after five, meaning six. And the Rebbe explains, As in When it talks about the, the Yidin, the, 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 the greats that came down to Bavel, to Galus, in Ezra it says, Asher Boim Zrubavel, Yeshua, Nechemia, Sroya, Reiloya, Mordechai Bilson. Mordechai is number five. Then the same story is repeated in Nechemia. And in Nechemia it says, Haboim Zrubavel, Yeshua, Nechemia, Azaria, Ramia, Nachmani, Mordechai. Mordechai is number six, which means he was demoted, he was dropped to rank. In earlier on in Ezra, Mordechai is listed as the fifth. When in Avaita, the Kimpasik in Nechemia, the Zexter, later on he's counted as the sixth. Because in the interim, he became an officer, a member of the palace, a member of the government. His stature was diminished by the sages. He's not move on. So we have over here, in, 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 seemingly two Mamari Chazal that are talking about the fact that, the, that Mordechai, who became Mishnah Lamelech HaChashverish, was actually a demotion for Mordechai, and because of that, some of the Sanhedrin did not accept him, and because of that, and because of that, uh, uh, he was demoted, and he was, he, he dropped a rank, where he bego- goes from number five to number six. Is not moving. So now we're going to ask our first question. Is the Adam Klal as God will tell Materi Yitzchak Masal's Nefashes? How about the Chazal? He can't understand from Pashtas Akasuf. Only the Megillah Gufa. This 
idea that Talmud Torah is greater than saving lives, which the Gemara learns from the fact that there was two psukim, one mentions Mardukai number five, and one mentions Mardukai number six, could have been learned from a more simple Pasik and from the Megillah. We just said that the fact that it says teach, only most of his brothers accepted him, teaches us that some of his brothers did not accept him. And the reason that they separated from him is because he was not learning Torah, because he was busy with saving lives. Why does the Pasik, why does the Gemara choose to learn it from the fact that the order was changed and from the fact that it's not it's something that's not in the Megillah and something that takes two different Sfarim of Tanakh, one is Ezra, one is Nechemiah, to put together this Limud when you have it very clearly and simply understood from the Pasik in the Megillah, which is the story of Mardukhan. So there's some of us that say that Megillah is not a sufficient limud because all it tells us was that the Sanhedrin didn't accept it. The Sanhedrin felt the Talmud Torah was more important. But we don't see in the Megillah that heaven, that the Abishter agreed with this approach to the Sanhedrin. So therefore the Gemara uses this other limud where you see that the Torah itself, which is obviously from Shamayim, uh, 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 changed something with regards to Mordechai and demoted him. But following basic pshat, this terrace is not sufficient. The people that separated themselves from Mordechai were not random people. They were his brothers, meaning the members of the Sanhedrin. Which their whole idea, the whole concept of Sanhedrin, and everything that they do is the to rule what the halach is al is who felt So if the Sanhedrin felt this way, then clearly they were they, they felt this way because this was the halacha. Why do you need an additional raya that heaven agrees? So we have this one question, this first question in Seif Aleph. Why does the Gemara use the Sukim and Ezra and Nehemiah to learn this limud that Godel Talmud Torah may that learning Torah is greater than saving lives? when it could have learned it from the Pasuk of Eratzi Lerevecha, which is in the Megillah. In Sif Beis, we have two more questions. Eiches Vetsh Vashtein, Vival, that's a good little Talmud Tere, Yitzvah, Nefoshis. Ha, in Farvos, is more the Chais, Nomen, their Farvos, Batl, Talmud Tere. I, Begestalt, Givar, and Armit, Ein Darge, Ein Darge, Weiter, In Seder, Fundin, Amen. If Talmud Tere is greater than Atzal, Nefoshis, why does Mordechai's name get moved over just one rank? That the fun bosser, David bosser, hey, from number five to number six. Lechayr ater denach ibereip nit kitav kirechet varin svishes dichavri asan hadrin. Vazayin yinis psak din teira. He should have entirely been removed. He should have not been mentioned at all amongst the members of Sanhedrin. They're in yinis teira. Mordechai was a wonderful person, but now that he went to become a mishnah lemelach, he was not anymore a person who was engaged in teira as full time, like a Sanhedrin. So why is he just moved over one level? Why doesn't it? Remove him entirely from the list. That's an, our next question. Base. Here's another question. We have to understand the whole thing. Like, how does Mordechai go up against the Sanhedrin? 
From Ashpolos Apostle is verstanden. As Mordechai Srara as Mishnah Lamelech had Giduyer to Meshach's man. From the Psukim is understood that Mordechai's position as second to the king was was for a duration of time. Was demoted as a given Ratzui Blaze Lerevachov. And during all that time, he was accepted only by the majority of his brothers. A massive from Pirshu Rimenu. But some of the brothers, some of the Sanhedrin, separated from him. He's a Manoshach. So either way. Either Mordechai should have gone to this Sanhedrin and proved to them that he, what he was doing was acceptable according to Torah. And if not, if Mordechai can't prove that, he should have got, left his position and then become acceptable, accepted by all of his brethren. Is what he's doing right? Then why can't he prove that to those that Pirshu If what he's doing is wrong, then why doesn't he leave? So that's our next question. So question number one is, why does the Gemara not learn God Talmud from Ratzil Question number two is, why is Mordechai still part of the Sanhedrin? Question number three, why doesn't Mordechai take the time to either convince his brethren that what he's doing is okay, or accept that his brethren are right and leave his position? Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to answer this question with a very, very simple twist. Very, very simple. If you look at the whole thing, it's Ratsui, even though it's Mixas Pirishu Mimenu, even though some left him, but Ratsui Lerei Vechav, most of his brethren accepted him. To understand all this, it will be understood by focusing on the nuance in the words of the Megillah and in the teaching of Chazal, he was accepted by most of his brothers, and only a small portion of the Sanhedrin separated from him. Which means, which obviously implies that most of the Sanhedrin did positively agree with the conduct of Mordechai. Number one, this answers the question why we can't, why the Gemara doesn't learn God Talmud from this Pasuk And the fact that only a small portion of the Sanhedrin separate themselves from Mordechai is not a proof that Talmud is greater than Atzal Stephashtus. From them came out of we bowed us to the Sanhedrin is again Ratsui, does haste, does Anamitim give him, but they achas. We actually have an opposite raya. From the fact that most of the Sanhedrin agreed with Mordechai, that means that Atzalus Nefashis, saving lives, this is what Mordechai was doing, is more important than Talmud Teir. So obviously, we can't, the Gemara can't use this Pasik as a raya that God will Talmud Teir if we see that most of the Sanhedrin agreed with Mordechai in Atzalus Nefashis. And this also answers our other question, why Mordechai's name was only moved one, one level lower, one rank lower. Because most of the Sanhedrin didn't agree with him. So, so he, maybe they moved him over because some of the Sanhedrin didn't agree with him. But they're not going to remove his, his, his name from the list entirely if he has the support of most of the Sanhedrin. However, the problem is, is now, we, now we're going to end up with the opposite question. If Mordechai has the agreement of the Rave of Sanhedrin, is number one, why didn't, the, why didn't the smaller portion of the Sanhedrin join in? And number two, now that's a contradiction to Gadol Talmud Torah. If Talmud Torah is greater than Atzal Stephashus, why do most of the Sanhedrin agree with, agree with Mordechai? And if most of the Sanhedrin agree with Mordechai, 
then obviously Atzalus Nefashis is greater. But according to this, now we have now we have a question in the opposite direction. Mordechai's conduct was acceptable, was it agree, was agreeable by most of the members of the Sanhedrin. This should have overpowered the opinion of the minority. Why did they walk away? Why did they separate themselves? And why isn't there? Minority opinion disqualified against the majority opinion. In halacha, we, we, we paskin according to the majority. Here, the majority agrees with Mordechai. So, the fact that there's a small portion that disagrees, their, their opinion now becomes disqualified. They have to go along with the rest of the Sanhedrin. Base, second question. Late them kumtois, as the Tzvema Mari Chazala now was the Gemara Breit in Ein Hemshik. And according to this, the two Mamari Chazal that the Gemara brings, number one, that Mixas and Adrin separated themselves from Mordechai, and number two, the Talmud is greater than the Tzalas Nefoshis, these two things now contradict each other. The fact that only a portion of Sanhedrin separated from Mordechai, which means that most of them didn't agree with Mordechai, means that Tzalas Nefoshis is greater. And God the Talmud means the Talmud is greater. So now these two Mamari Chazal, which are brought in the Gemara in one continuous flow, are actually contradicting each other. So we have to understand this, this Gemara. We have to understand what does it mean that Mordechai was Ratsui L'Roi V'Achav? What does it mean that Pirshumi Menu? What does it mean God the And in order to do this, we have to go back and understand this whole concept. And to get there, we are going to uh, uh, learn a story that happened with the Raga Chavar Goin and the Friedrich Gerev. Is the call it the Gabir in the Medam Behektem Noch Adiuk Memor Chazalza? So, in order to explain this, this all of this, we're first going to introduce one more nuance in this Memor Chazal. Pirushumi Menu Mixes Sanhedrin. A portion of the Sanhedrin separated themselves or distanced themselves. We need Cholku Olav. It doesn't say they disagreed. With him, it doesn't even say that the Chachamim were displeased with Mordechai, the Kadem or something like that. means they weren't in disagreement with him, saying that he, what he was doing was against the Tera. Nor as they opened sich von ihm abgesundet. doesn't mean that they disagreed with him. Saying that what he's doing is against him. They separated themselves from him. Saying we have a different approach, a different way, in the, a different belief in how Sanhedrin or Talmud in general are supposed to conduct themselves. And we have a different, your way is not my way. Their way, his way is not their way. But they, even they, would agree that Mordechai's approach for himself is acceptable according to Torah. This is a very, very important introduction to the answer. That is, there's two ways that Chachamim could, could disagree. One is that the Chachamim say that what you're doing is against Torah. And therefore, we cannot accept you because you're going against the Torah. Another way is to say, listen, there might be different ways to do this. There's our way, and your, there's your way. 
Your way can also be acceptable according to Torah, but it doesn't work for us. So the fact that the Lushan is Pirshumi Menu, they separated themselves, they went a different direction, is an implication that they weren't saying that Mordechai's way was against Torah. They were saying that Mordechai's way doesn't work for them. It might work for Mordechai, it might be al for Mordechai, but it doesn't work for them. Which means there could be two ways. Mordechai's way was one way, their way would mix us and had another way. We have to understand why, why and how that is. But once they understand that, we realize that this wasn't really a machloikis. This was just two different approaches in this area. The Asbara from them, and now we're going to explain what this means. So here's the beard, based on the story with the Ragachavar. After the Friedrich Rebbe left Russia and arrived in Riga, now the Friedrich Rebbe, while he was in Russia, as we know, was at the helm of the entire uh, underground movement, saving, uh, bringing Teireh and Yiddishkeit to hundreds and hundreds of Yidden, children, men, women, and children throughout Russia. And when he left Russia, he was very concerned about Russian Jewry. So the Friedrich Rebbe called the meeting of the Rabbanim, of the leaders, of the activists, for the benefit of Russian Jewry. Amongst the invited, was also the Ragachover Goyen, Rabbi Yosef Rosen. So one of the items on the agenda was to designate a committee that would gather from time to time, get together from time to time, and, and, and meet and discuss how to help, how to uh, uh, do the work for the benefit of the Russian Jews. And the Ragachover was asked to join the committee. However, the Ragachavar declined. He refused. And he explained, And the Ragachavar says that my participation, my joining the Vad, is dependent on a machloikis between a disagreement between the Gemara and Bavli, the Talmud Bavli, and Talmud Yerusham. Where in Talmud Bavli and Yerushalmi does it discuss whether the Ragachavar going should join a committee to help Russian Jewry? As follows. The Gemara says in Baruchas. The Gemara says in Baruchas. The early Chassidim, the early pious ones, would engage, would take nine hours to daven. The Gemara over there says that it was one hour that they would, they would wait, preparing themselves for davening. Then it took another hour to daven. Then it took another hour to show in again. They would they, they would wait again as they would transition from their davening into the world. So davening took three hours, and there's three davenings per day. So it's a total of nine hours. So the Gemara asks, How is their Torah preserved? If, they're gonna, if they don't have enough time to learn and to chazer to review what they learned, how are they going to retain their Torah? How are they going to make a living? The Gemara answers, the Gemara answers, because they were chassidim, because they were pious, their Torah is preserved, and their work, their, their, their parnasa is blessed. 
In Yerushalmi brings the same, the same discussion. Nor mitashinu, however, there is a small change. Instead of saying that their Torah is preserved and their work is blessed, it says that because they were Hasidim, a bracha was given to their to their learning Torah. And a bracha was given to their work. What's the difference? And the difference is self-understood. Means as Rashi says that they will they will not forget their learning. It's preserved. It's retained. That they won't forget their learning. But they don't gain anything new in their learning. They can learn in this man The only learning they'll gain is whatever they can learn in the small amount of time left that they're not davening. But other than that, the only thing that, that bracha mishtameris does for them is that whatever they did learn, they won't forget. But the fact, but when it says in the Yerushalmi that the bracha was given to their Torah, made as as the Pnei Moshe says, Pnei Moshe is the primary commentator on the Yerushalmi, they succeeded immediately in grasping and understanding, and they didn't have to take time, didn't have to delay to try to figure out what's the pshat, what's the meaning of what they're learning, because they had a special bracha, they would immediately grasp and understand their learning. Not only are they not forgetting that which they learned, their, their learning of Tera grows. It's get, it gets, the, uh, they get more in their learning and understanding because of the bracha. In the small amount of time that they're able to learn, they immediately understand what they're learning. That which naturally should have taken a lot more time. So now, even though they're spending nine hours in davening, but then in the other hours that they have to learn, they're covering much more ground than they would have covered had they not been chassidim. And therefore, they're not just retaining what they learned, they're gaining beyond what they already learned. Now that Agachavar concludes that the same thing is applicable to me, if you'll join the Vad, he'll have to learn less. If you'd follow the Yerushalmi, that because they're Hasidim, the bracha is given to their Torah, as we said, that he won't lack anything because the the the, the time that he's dedicating to uh, the to the uh, to the to the vat to the committee will be compensated with the bracha that he gets in the little bit of time that he could learn. But since the Allah has kibabli as his blaze, the Torah is retained. But he doesn't gain anything new. Then he's going to lack that growth in Torah that he would have had had he not been in the committee and spent time learning during, that, during those times. And he's not ready to forego that. He's not ready to give that up. So the Ragachavar so said that being the Dalacha Kibabli, and that means that if I do join the Vad, I even though I'll retain what I learned, I'll preserve what I learned, but I won't be able to, to, to gain back that which I'm losing out by spending time on the Vad, I'm not ready to give that up. And he and, and he declined the invitation to join the committee.
In Sifhei, the Rebbe is now going to say that it's not just an ideological difference between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi. The Bavli says, Mishtameres, and the Yerushalmi says, Brachonitanes Beterasun. It actually has to do with where they're coming from and what their learning style was. And this can be very Negea because later we're going to see that the people that come from either Babel or Yerushalmi are going to also be affected in this way according to where they came from. This explanation in the disagreement between the Babel Yerushalmi is connected with the different learning styles that they have. Today, the learning style of Talmud Babli is with a lot of debate, a lot of back and forth. You placed me in the dark, this refers to the learning in Babel. The Rebbe explains this very beautifully. Their learning, Talmud Babli, is like somebody who is searching in the dark. You have to search a lot, you have to work a lot, you have to ask a lot of questions and analyze and dissect until you could come to the proper and true conclusion. Oh, but in Talmud Bavli, is the limit of Anef and Yasha? The learning, sorry, in Talmud Yerushalmi, I'm sorry, is the limit of Anef and Yasha. When you learn Yerushalmi, it's a much more direct learning. Right away you find the right thought, the right idea, the right answer. If you're singing the light, the light was turned on. When you're in a room that's dark, so you want to know where the door is. You want to know where the table is. You want to know where this is. You have to feel around in the dark. And it takes a long time until you figure out, okay, this is the wall and this is the table. Okay, here's the door or whatever else you're looking for. Then someone comes in and turns on the light. In two seconds, you know where everything is. You look around the room. This is the table. It's same thing in Bavli Yerushalmi. Bavli is like, is like in the dark. So you're, you're, you're feeling around, you're taking a lot of time till you figure out where everything is and what and, and, till everything falls into place. Yerushalmi, someone turned on the light and all of a sudden you could see everything. So it's, it's, a, it's a much quicker way of learning. And therefore, we can understand. As later, if you're following the approach and the learning style of Bavli, then by the Hasidim Arishayim, when they learn that little bit of time that they're not davening, all they can hope for, all they can expect, is that they'll retain what they have. They won't forget what they already learned. They can't expect a bracha in their learning. They're able to understand right away. Because it's not consistent with how Bavli learns. Bavli doesn't learn right away. You have to ask and answer and ask and answer. So even if you move faster than you're usually, than you're usually doing, it's still a process to be able to get to the maskana of the Gemara. But if you're looking at the approach and the learning style of Yerushalmi, their learning could also have the bracha in their teren. They can understand right away without delay. Because this is consistent with how they learn in a very direct fashion. You can very, very quickly arrive to the proper conclusion, to the true conclusion. So in other words, it's not just a machlekes in idea. So that's in reality. Dhamud Bavli takes time. It takes time. So if you're learning in the Bav- in the Bavl style, where there's all of this debate and back and forth and analyzing and discussion, discussion and so on and so forth, it's going to take time. So even if 
even if there is a bracha, even if there is terasa mishtameres, that, uh, that well, they already learned, they'll be able to easily remember, they won't forget it, but, but you can't expect them to cover a lot of ground because, because it takes time. Which is a quicker way of learning. It's more direct. So if there's a bracha b'tirasan, then they could cover a lot of ground and they could compensate for what they're not learning during the time of the davening. So this, with this, the Rebbe gave a, a much, much deeper understanding in this machlekes babbling Yerushalmi. It's not really a machlekes. It's just ta- referring to the different ways of learning and the different ways of learning have different outcomes. According to this, we can now say, now we're going to apply this to the story of Mardukai. That the opinion of the, the, the difference between Mardukai's and Mardukai's conduct, which was acceptable according to the Shita, according to the approach of most of the Sanhedrin, when the Shita of Amix is Sanhedrin and the Shita of the smaller, of the minority of the Sanhedrin, which disagreed with Mardukai, is totally in the Pluktanal, is in Babylon and Shalmi, is dependent, is connected with this Machloikis between Babylon and Shalmi. The, the, the large, the great Sanhedrin, which is the Sanhedrin of 71 Dayanim judges, which was, which was brought together from the smaller Sanhedrins, the Sanhedrins of 23 judges, which were situated in Yerushalayim, or at least somewhere in Eretz Yisrael, not in Bavel. It makes sense to say, as they are limited al-Kalpanim from the Rubam, is given by their saint to limit the because they're coming from Eretz Yisrael, it makes sense to say that most of them were learning according to the learning style of Yerushalmi. Especially in the time of the Mishnah. And the Anshiknes Sagdela, which most of them were from Yerushalayim. But even then, in the time of Mardukai. from Bavel, there were also Tanayim from Bavel, even though the majority were brought up from Galus, from Eretz Yisrael. But there were already some Tanayim that were learning Bavel style. Similar to what we find later, Hilal came from Bavel. Rabbi Rastan was called Habavli because he came from Bavel. And others. So you already have some Tanoim that are that are in Bavel. Especially since we're talking about 70 years, more than 70 years, from when the Gala started. And I want to just explain what a Kharos Vamaskir is and why we're talking about 70, 70, more than 70 years, and what is the Gala Shagalasayim Yechanya. So, take, so uh, bear with me for one second. About 10 years before the Khurban Bayes edition, which is when Gala's bubble began, there was already a, 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 a small Gullus. There was a king named Yechanya, from the Malcha Yehuda, from the, from the kings in the, uh, in the dynasty of Yehuda. And after a very short time, he rebelled against the Babylonians. The Babylonians already had control, some control over Eretz Yisrael. And, and the kings and the, and the, would work with the, with, with the Babylonians, with the Babylonians. And Yechanya rebelled against the Babylonians. And so they came down and they took Gullus. They went to Golos, they took Yechanya and his family to Golos, and well as they took Hacharosh Vehamazgir. So the post of Hacharosh Vehamazgir is, is, is workman. Hacharosh would be a carpenter, and Mazgir would be a locksmith. However, Rashi brings from the Gemara in Gittim that Hacharosh Vehamazgir is referring to the Talmud Chachamim, the greatest of the Talmud Chachamim. Hacharosh is referred to, the, to is, 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 uh, from the word Hacheresh, that when they would speak, everyone was, was, was spellbound. You, could, you couldn't hear anything else besides, you couldn't hear a pin drop besides for 
the teaching of the Chachamim was so it was so powerful that it was everyone was spellbound. The Hamazger, Mazger means they were locked into their place. They were also again they were they were uh, uh, spellbound, but not uh, that they couldn't hear anything, but that they they, they, they didn't move. Because of the Torah that was being taught, so Achorus v'Amaskir is a reference to the greatest Chachamim that, that that were exiled from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, which actually took place about ten years before the Golos Bavel actually happened in the Chorban Bais edition. So the the the, Maise, the the story of Purim is about sixty-seven years after the Chorban Bais edition. So. The story of Purim is about 70, 77 years after Mordechai goes to Golos. Mordechai was part of the Hachonos Vahamaskir of the Sanhedrin and Achnes Sagdela and the Chachamim that went to Golos with Yechonia 10 years earlier. So now you're talking about 77 years since the Yidden first, or at least the great, the great Chachamim, came down to Babel. So it's got to be that over the course of 77 years, some of the younger or newer Talmidic Chachamim were learning Bavel style. Even they came down with Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar brought them down, with, but then they're going to go back to Yerushalayim and Yehuda. Uh, for, they were there for 52 years, and then they went back. But still, you still have you still have many of the Chachamim, that even though they spent a lot of time in Babel, they're still going to learn Yerushalayim style. So the, 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 the wording in the paragraph is a little bit hard to follow. But what, what he's trying to say is that on the one hand, you have a Choros Vahamazgir, and you have the Mordechai himself, and you have the other Anshinah Sagdela that came uh, already to, to, uh, to Babel, but they came from Yerushalayim, and they already inculcated in themselves the learning style of Yerushalayim. At the same time, there must be some that are learning Babel style, because they've been in Babel for so long. Und der Iber... And this is why Mordechai and most of the Sanhedrin held that Mordechai has become a Mishnah Lamelech to save lives. Ah, you're going to ask, how could Mordechai remain in the Sanhedrin if the idea of the Sanhedrin is to learn Torah and to teach? Because they were chassidim, there was a bracha in their learning. He's gonna, he's a, the fact that he's involved in, in, in Atzalos Nefashis means that he's chassidim, means that this is an union of piety, and therefore he's going to have the bracha in his learning, that not only will the Torah be retained and preserved, but he's going to be able to grow in learning and understand things very quickly. So he's better to be blessed, and to climb, to grow in learning, Learning, beyond how much time he has left, remain, how much time remains to learn Torah. So Mordechai, going because he was from Yerushalayim, going with the Shita of of, of, of Talmud Yerushalmi and the Eifin Alimud of Yerushalmi, he says, "I'm not worried. I can do Atzalus Nefashis, and the Avister is going to bless my learning in the leftover time that I have." But there was a smaller. Uh, segment. Their learning style was more similar to the way, to the way of Bavli. As we said before, 
that there was there had to have been some some chachamim, some tanoim that were already learning Bavel style. When the Rebbe is Bazei given their eighth of a place, Terasamishtameres, by them they were, can only experience the Torah being preserved, but not necessarily blessed. Which then, if they're going to get involved in askanus in public matters and in saving lives, then this will this will mean that they that they will not be able to grow in the knowledge of Torah. And this is something that is required for a member of the Sanhedrin. He has to constantly be growing in his learning Torah. And therefore, the Sanhedrin, uh, the, the, this portion, uh, this minority portion. Of the Sanhedrin parted ways by saying because they couldn't enact the 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 way Mordechai operated, and they went their own way. Can I see that? No, 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 to dedicate all your time, to, uh, to, to dedicate most of your time to Asalus Nefashis, and then the other time that you learn, you'll have the bracha, and you'll catch up. But for us, that we learn, it's but not, there's no Heisafa, so we're going to lose out the, the growth in learning, and we can't afford that because we're Sanhedrin. And therefore, they said, Mardukha, your way might be a way for you, but for us it doesn't work, and therefore, Pirshu Now we have a question. So now we have justified Mordechai's derech. We understand Mordechai's derech. We understand why Reva Sanhedrin agreed with him. But in that case, why did Mordechai lose rank? Why was his name dropped one level if, if he, what he was doing was right? And he had the agreement of most of the Sanhedrin. And this is what the Rebbe discusses in Siv Zayin. Hakam is that when Yerushalmi is brachah and even though according to the Yerushalmi, a brachah is play is given to their teira when the Rebbe of Mordechai got the echdi brachah when you finish suffering the yisateira, and because of that, Mordechai had the ability to also grow in his learning despite the fact that he was very busy with saving lives. For Dazbek, nevertheless, Yarem Mechashivu Seitz Al Tachachamim. Nevertheless, his stature was diminished by the sages. So leave them as bottom and the material nichnas l'sarada because of the fact that he entered into. The position I became an officer, and this caused him to learn less Torah. Because of something very special about the idea of learning Torah becomes your trade. Torah is a reference that's commonly used to those who learn. Who all they do is learn Torah. They learn Torah twenty four seven, or very very close to that. So there's something very special about that. Need to move out from limud to sleep. Kain's ach did not stop learning for anything. Feel of anest little pay on need fell on that he suffered with years at teira. But brachon it and vidirasan. Even though, even though qualitatively he's not going to lack anything by getting involved in other things because of the bracha in his learning. But quantitatively, Tehrasim of Nasa means that he learns Tehra constantly and nothing stops him. This is what it means that Talmud Tehra is greater than Atzal Snafashis, not to argue with the Rebbe of Sanhedrin that what Mordechai did was wrong, but to say as his dad, Godless, in him upgeven sich in Ganten of Nimza Tehra. There's something special about being totally dedicated to learning Tehra. And we bowed as the Mordechai is the godlessness given, and since Mordechai did not have this godless anymore, he didn't have this great disadvantage. Excuse me, 
of being able to learn Torah constantly, is and because of that, some uh, diminishment took place in his stature. As an statue der Montver and Basar Dalid is a Demontgiver Basar Hamishal, then instead of being listed as number five, he became listed of numbers, uh, as number six. But don't get me wrong, over from Dazwegen, had Mordechai Berevis Nadin Gehalten as Al Gedafen and Mishnah Lamelech, but nevertheless Mordechai and Moses Nadin held that he has to become the Mishnah Lamelech, the Afilu Azur Demsel by him fell in the godless and godless Talmud Torah, because even though he was lacking this greatness of of the of of it's worth it because he was saving lives to see good and to bring peace to all of his children. So this was two Nukudas. Nukudah number one is that despite the fact that Mordechai was engaged in Natsalos Nefashas and the fact that he wasn't losing out any of his learning because of the bracha that was Nitenes Peterasi, nevertheless, there's a Gadol Talmud there's an advantage to Tirasi Yom and Mordechai gave that up. And so much so that some of the Chachamim looked down at him, and they moved his name over, down one level, because he, he, he now did not anymore have the mile of Tirasi Yom And nevertheless, what he did was right. Nevertheless, he and Rehfez Nadin said that Mordechai has to give up Tirasi Yom has to give up Gadol Talmud because the Tzalas Nefashas is so important. However, Still, it still doesn't doesn't jive. Is he an editor? He should be learning Torah. Is he an activist? You know, all the years in, in, in Klal Yisrael, depending on where they were, there was always the people that were abonim or the or the or the Talmid Chachamim, the lame day Torah. Then there were those that askanim. So Manushach, if Mordechai is a Sanhedrin, his place is his place is learning Torah. If Mordechai is going to Atzalus Nefashus, then why is he part of the Sanhedrin? It's true that as we explained at length, that because there was a bracha in his teira, Mordechai did not lack anything even in the growth in learning teira. It's true that there's very that there's a very very important uh, uh, idea in saving lives, and because of that, it's worth the the to lower himself, that he should give up on Tirasim and Osei, over Vyazes, or Fort Eich Tenoch, and believe in any of this Nadrin. But how does he remain part of this Nadrin? The whole idea of a Sanhedrin is learning Torah and teaching Torah. So if Mordechai is involving himself in, in, in uh, community matters, things that are not Torah, so it's true that he's right, and it's true that he's not losing anything in his learning, but this is not. Uh, the job of a Sanhedrin, or to, 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 to rephrase this question, these shaykh as of Sanhedrin Gufa was calling Yonam his Tayyid Canal, so as an Achiyuv, so Mavat is an Eftirasul Nosus, Levasos Nefoshus. How is it possible that a Sanhedrin, which seemingly Sanhedrin is Indian, is learning Torah, how can there be an obligation upon a member of Sanhedrin to give up Tayyidasul Nosus for the sake of Tsas Nefoshus? If he's Sanhedrin, then his Indian should be Tayyid. And if he's a Tzalus Nefashus, then, then he's not Sanhedrin. And here the Rebbe is going to say that you, that, that you might be mistaken about the role of the Sanhedrin. And very, very beautifully, the Rebbe is going to explain that the Sanhedrin is not just about retaining their own Torah. The Sanhedrin is responsible for the people, even at their own expense. 
is the beard in them, and Satan turned into the O. The explanation is according to the Satan turned into the O. Ha and Hedrick Dele. It was an obligation upon them, upon the great Sanhedrin, Leilich Velik Shechavalim Shabbaz Lobimasneim, to go to tie metal ropes around their waists, Uladbi Abigdel and the Mile Merkuve Sayen, and to lift the bottom of their garments above their knees, which basically is two different descriptions of getting ready to, to travel, to walk a lot, to go places, make sure not to trip on the robes, to make sure that their that their robes were tightly bound so that they can take what they have to with them and they can they could travel a lot. And they should wander to all of the cities of the Yidin. And they should teach them to so the Sanhedrin had a job not just to stay in the Lishka Sagazis, the chamber in the Beis Amikdash that was the seat of the Sanhedrin, but they had an obligation to go out even to, to the difficult journeys in order to reach other cities and bring Taylor to them. The din is, now keep in mind, that the din is, as when Sanhedrin left its seat in the chamber called Lishka Sagazis, which is where they were when they were home, can Zinid Dan Zaydin The Sanhedrin at that point cannot rule capital matters. The says as Dr. Dambas Yachzur Pachala Yores Israel Vechulu Verta Yeridi in the Mkeach Vetekiv Sanhedrin. Meaning to say that when they do this, when they travel to the other cities to teach Tera, this diminishes the power and the authority of the Sanhedrin. Despite that, there was an obligation upon them to go to the other cities. In other words, even though that they were losing their power and their authority, they couldn't judge and rule the way they would when they were at home. Nevertheless, the Betar says that they have an obligation to go out to the other cities and bring them Tehra. For this we understand that the main role of the Sanhedrin is not just to learn Tehra, but to teach Tehra and to the masses. And through that to save the masses. And because of that, they have to go down from their place of authority as Sanhedrin to be able to bring merit to the masses. And the same thing can be applied into our case, the story of Mordechai. Even though that Mordechai, because he became Mishnah Lamelech, this lowered his stature as a member of the Sanhedrin, that he went from being listed at number five to number six. And he lacked the greatness of the Teira is his trade. The Teira is his constant occupation. It's worthwhile. Even as a member of the Sanhedrin, because it is the benefit of the Rabbim, of the, of the masses, similar to what we said about the Sanhedrin in Tonal Dilio. So, this is a very, very important Tesafa in Chidesh to understand because throughout the Sicha, a number of times, the Rebbe referenced the fact that what's the union of Sanhedrin? Limud Teira Vehira. But it it sort of implied that the Torah part is the most important part. The Sanhedrin comes the Rebbe in this Seif, Seif Ches, and he says that yes, the union of the, of the Sanhedrin is Torah, but also part of that is to be Mizake Arabim, to go out to the masses and to bring them Torah and thus to save their lives. And therefore, and therefore, Mordechai does, doesn't remove him from the Sanhedrin because he's doing exactly what is the Mishnah statement of the Sanhedrin. It's true that he's lacking Tirasi and he's lacking the the the, the Maila of being involved in Tera all the time, and therefore Yarad Mechashivusa he lost some of his stature. 
but he wasn't going against the mission statement of the Sanhedrin because what he was doing was, was helping the Rabbim and that's part of the job of a Sanhedrin. We'll see in a moment what the, what the Hira is for us, but before that, the Rebbe, the Rebbe talks about the Friedrich Rebbe as an example of someone who did this, who gave up his own learning uh, and his own Abed Hashem for the sake of the Rabbim. The Anagraf of the Friedrich Rebbe was as if like Gazlinen, when Zayn Tzayt, he would steal from his own time. That he could have dedicated to learning Teda for himself and serving Hashem for himself. And was involved in communal matters and in life-saving matters. And he also demanded this from a significant uh, portion of his students and of his Hasidim. That they too should follow in this way. When I eingeführt and he instituted, as a filo tamidia yeshivas on bein astorim avegeben a gemisten tale from Zayir's man, as a thought as a tale of ayados chutza, that even tamidia yeshiva, which are bachrim normally their primary job is learning Torah, even they should between the storim dedicate a certain amount of time to spread Torah and Yiddishkeit. And the Yisaskus is zeitenweise in an Eifin as a chile godl von dem Zman ha'afotze geht avek nit af etzem lernen mit tzweiten, nor euch nor evzorchit zibur. And temporarily, this involvement wasn't just where they were actually learning with other people, but they were involved in the needs of the public. The efforts to bring in new students, arrange a place to learn, to raise the necessary funds to cover the expenses, etc. In other words, you can say the Friedrich Rebbe could ask the Bachan to be involved in the Fatsa Satera and their job should be to learn with people or to put zil on people. No, part of that was 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 logistics things that are not directly connected with learning but it was part of a and therefore the Friedrich Rebbe demanded this from the Bachrim which means to say that even those Bachrim even those Mikusharim even those Hasidim those who were bound to the Friedrich Rebbe but they were on a level of they learned in a Babli style and therefore they wouldn't gain new learning they wouldn't grow in learning they would just preserve or retain their learning they have to give up of their time even though it will mean that they will be lacking in their own learning and their own they have to give it up for the sake of the Rabbim while what about the Rabbi Shavar? Why didn't the Ragi Chaver feel that he has to help? But the Anaga, now from the Ragi Chaver, is not for Yechidis Gul and yet in Dorp. But then in Yechidis Terasmum Nosum. The Anaga of the Ragi Chaver was for a select few, a special few in each generation, which actually are Terasmum Nosum. They're able to learn their, 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 that's their entire occupation. And their, and their job, those who tell us they have to constantly grow in Torah, like the mixes, like the small portion of the Sanhedrin, that were consistently growing in their learning. But the say that I've for most people in this generation, even the Torah learners, is to follow the ruling that nowadays there's no such thing. And if we could stop learning for other things, for basic needs, for other things that we need to do, then we certainly have to stop learning to be able to help save lives and help the people. 
So the Rav Yitzhavah was a, was, a, was a unique situation. But everyone else has an obligation, like Mordechai, to give up of their learning time, even at the expense of their learning and their Rebbeinah Hashem to be able to help and save lives. The next paragraph, very interesting. The Rebbe sort of uh, seems to have to justify the Friedrich Rebbe. The Friedrich Rebbe could have been Terasa Yom Nasei. He's not a regular, not a regular Ruba de Ruba. Nevertheless, the Friedrich Rebbe gave up of his own time as well to be able to do Afatza Satir Vayados. Ulahoyer has been a Geat Sekedusmer Chami Admur Alein is Mi Yedea Efen Abedase. We don't we don't understand the Efen of the of the Aved of the Friedrich Rebbe. We're not going to be able to fit it in into the in, into the boxes that are understood in the Sicha. The Friedrich Rebbe is a is a Rebbe. Ubechlal Idachidua Detele from Balshemtiv. So no, in addition to that, it's known the teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, from the famous seven teachings, seven Torahs, that the Baal Shem Tev heard in Gan Eden. This is the seventh one. Come, my light, because your light has come. Rise, my light, because your light has come, and the glory of Hashem shines upon you. Atem, so the Baal Shem Tev said, Atem nisi Yisrael, you leaders of the Jewish people, that you set aside your own learning and your own Aveda for this, for the good, for the benefit of the masses, what's going to be with you? What's going to be with your Teder? And this is what it means in the Pasuk, your light will rise with the individual light and the general light, v'chulu, etc. This is the end, this is, this is the whole Teder. Uh, um, the, way, the way I understand this, and this also it's explained in um, a number of times in the Rebbe Sichis, that there's a special light that is given to the Nasi Yisrael that compensates or that gives a bracha because of the fact that they're designate that, that, that they're they're giving away their time for the for the for the klal. Because they're giving away their time, they're tailor for the klal, then kumi oiri your oir brings down my the Hashem, and there's a special light that is given to the tzaddikim. And this Adreb explains this here very similarly. Just haste as Nisi Yisrael have an abracha miyuchedes as as by saying nitfelim and zeteirav aveda. The Nisi Yisrael the Rebbes have a special bracha that they should not lack in their teirav aveda. The Adreb bo erich uchveid avaya laich zorach. Your light has come, and the glory of Hashem shines upon you. Because the shalei beerich v'bracha nitenas petirosan, which is way beyond the bracha that's given to the teirav in your in the eifna Yerushalmi. They can understand right away. But above that, way beyond that, is a whole other level of bracha, a bracha of a kumi oiri and kiva oirich, and that means that even when they gave away all of their time, or a lot of their time for Atzalas Nefoshis, there was a special oil that came from the Ebishter to, uh, to, to, to uh, compensate, so to speak, for that. So, we don't understand the Eifan Aveda, the Friedrich Rebbe, that there's a a special tater for the Balshantim about this, that the special air that is given to the, to, to the Nisi Yisrael, and therefore the Nisi Yisrael have their own Eifana Avaida. But for us, for us who we are, the Ruba, the Ruba, it's not Tirasim, Nasim, that's obvious, that we, we're not people that our entire occupation is learning Tater, and therefore we must be Mavatul Tater at some times to be able to help other Yidin, Hafatul Tater Vayadus, to be Mimezake Harabim. 
Now there is a, a lesson from the Anag of Mordechai for us. And we know that Vashenta says the Mishnah, on the Mishnah that if someone reads the Megillah backwards, he's not Yetzah. The Vashenta would say, There was lain to Megillah on a Mendik. Thus, was Svedder Tilton Megillah is a Zachvas at Ketrafen in him over the Mafreya, if someone reads the Megillah saying that there's something that happened in the past and is not relevant in the present, he's not Yetzah. Because the whole idea of the Megillah is that it has to have a practical application. So, what's the Anagah from this story of Mardukai? As far as what's demanded of us is to conduct ourselves at least in a small iota like the Anagah Mardukai. So, to get involved in communal matters. To seek the good of the people. And to bring peace to all of his children. Even if this means that he's only acceptable by most of his brothers, but not by all of his brothers. Even if this causes a descent, even if it means that we have to give up on our own self-completion in order to in order to help other people, it's worthwhile to leave their tailors with because of the benefit that is coming to the public through your Aveda. And in the brackets, it never adds that this is actually true in your own life, in the way the way you became who you are. When we find this in every person's individual life. Neshama comes down from a very high plane to a very deep pit. Neshama comes down for his sake to be able to to be able to uh, uh, turn this, turn the person and and his world around him into a dwelling place for Hashem. Now then a person has to get married. He has to go into the world. In addition to that, he now has to take control of his home. Like the Chazal said that Ishakshera follows what the Baal says. In other words, the Baal has to bring into the home that it should be done the way the Ebishter wants. And it's this this position of being Seder Bevesi is also connected with a descent. A person goes down a level to get married. Because the person is going down into the world and he, he leaves the yeshiva, he leaves the limit that he was doing, he has to get involved in the world. So it's a descent, but it has to happen. Because a person has to forego his own goals for the benefit of his family. So we see even in a person's life, a person is lowers himself, so to speak, in order to take care of the things that have to be taken care of. And so too, in his influence on the world around him, he has to make a dira betachtenim. In order to do that, he has to sometimes go through a yurida, which is l'teva seravim. And this is why we find an advantage in those who are involved in communal matters over those who tailor their occupation. Those who, who learn Torah, so they don't have to stop the Davin, but they have to stop to say Krishna. But those who are involved in communal matters don't have to stop even for Krishna. Because even though when a person is involved in 
communal matters, communal needs. This causes him to lack in his learning and his lemos. Get rid of someone. He said, it says, give them, give them to take care of the masses of the people. And they'll they'll disappear by themselves because the, the, the yoke of taking care of the people is very, very debilitating. But this is only but this is the only way to reach the great advantage of the Rabbim. And if we do talk about Mordechai saving Jewish lives, Jewish bodies, which was the story in the time of Purim, and much more so when it comes to save Jewish souls. We have to set aside our own self-completion to save lives. To bring peace to all of his children. Until we can bring the a, a situation where all you didn't do tshuva um miyad in the golan and immediately will be the gula because of mamish speedily in our days. Afrelech and Purim.